You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Loria Mirabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed, painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. Hello, hello, all my Be In Demand listeners. I know, I always say I got a treat. I got another treat. And this time we're going to talk about the LinkedIn treat. <laughs> I am bringing on a woman who, she's got a fascinating um, career path and story and how she got into the LinkedIn um, area specialty. But Donna, before we start, there's a question that I like to ask all of my guests. And what's something that you're super proud of? What am I super proud of? Oh, I could take this in so many directions. I'm, I'm, I'm super proud that my business has been in existence for over a decade. That Congratulations. Very proud because, you know, when you start, everyone is always like, oh, you know, these small businesses never last beyond five years. Like if you even get to the five-year mark, that in itself is a miracle. So the fact that we have blown away 10 years and uh, but moving to 12, you know, that's, that's, uh, that to me is something I'm very proud of. Um, you know, I'm, I'm proud that, you know, I've, you know, I've made a life for myself with the business and I, uh, I have a lovely family. I've got my two sons, I've got my husband. Um, I'm proud of all of that. That's wonderful. I love that. What's one of, what's a book that you have loved that like when you think back on like a book that might have made a big difference in your life, your career, or maybe, you know, it was something that was recommended or gifted to you. So I love this one book and people are either going to love me for it. They're going to hate me for it. Or they're going to be like, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Who they live. I loved Ayn Rand's The Fountainhead. I just Love that book. And I know there's some people out there who just hate Ayn Rand. They just like, she's terrible. You know, and, and, and believe me, I see that too. <laughs> but there was something about that book when I read it. Um, and it took me a long time to get into it because all of her books, I mean, that woman desperately needed an editor. <laughs> but once I got into it, I, I really took so much away, really forged this, this feeling inside of me of, okay, you know, I, I have a passion. I'm going to move forward. I'm going to be single-minded in, in getting to where I want to get to. And um, it was just, it was just a instrumental book for me. Interesting. I've never even heard of it, um, but I'm definitely going to have to look <laughs> at it. Check her out. I mean, like I said, some people love her, yeah. like love her and, but no one ever feels anything in between. Like they love her or they hate her. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. I might have to do another podcast episode on that after, after I check it out. So let's just dive right into this LinkedIn thing. And my first question for you is, you know, should people be paying for it? Should they be no. paying for no. like, it? <laughs> Don't pay for it. God, I get so many emails like, <laughs> hey, we're going to give you this for two months for free. <laughs> yeah, well, so here's the thing, Lorianne, like for some people, yeah, they should pay, 
they absolutely should pay but there's for the vast majority of people out there do not even worry about it use the freemium version what's nice is with linkedin you will find out like they have a very uh, very obvious way of of being like uh, it's time to pony up <laughs> so you know don't to people who are listening do not worry do not worry about whether you should pay for it or not um just go through go down the freemium path now if you are heavily prospecting i mean and you're doing a lot of searches you may hit the um the the limit of of searches that you can do I, and that happened to me i was it was day seven of the month and they were like you've run out of searches <laughs> what does that mean i didn't even know that there was a yeah, cap on searches. there is a cap there's a cap that on shows, searches that Donna, you can that, that just shows you how often i actually do <laughs> but well, you know what, what is this what is the cap so it, no one knows what the cap is oh. No one knows. I've, I've heard a hundred searches. I've heard that. I've heard each time you hit the next button, that counts as a search. Um, but for most people, you don't even hit it. But if you do hit it, and if you hit it early in the month, like I did, you're, you're using it in a, in a very you know, professional manner, and you're going to have to pony up for Sales Navigator or the recruiter version. Um, if you want to uh, see everybody who's been checking you out, which is a really, really groovy uh, feature, uh, you've got to pony up, you got to pay. So what's that. the benefit of knowing everybody who's been searching you? Because, you know, sometimes- <laughs> Mainly So here's what I've always done. Is I, you know, like I would get the email that would say, you know, like, hey, you've showed up, like, like 29 people have like looked at you. And, you know, like you click and they'll show you like three people and I'm like flirting with those people that I know, like I'll go and look at their profile, but I won't like actually connect with them quite yet. But to me, it's just like, all right, I'm checking you out. You're checking me out. <laughs> I, to me, it's, I think it's important, um, one to be, to not be anonymous. So to be visible, to let people know that you are checking out their profile. Um, and I think in certain regards, I, I think of this one time I was hiring a consultant and uh, like we we're having these conversations and I looked and I noticed she never once looked at my LinkedIn profile. And I thought that was weird. I'm like, if you're doing your due diligence, wouldn't you like, wouldn't that be one of like the first places to check? And it kind of turned me off. And I, I have found that to be true in other situations. And, and I think it's something to consider, especially if you're in a job search mode. One, it's nice to see who's checking you out, but it's also good for you to show, hey, you know, hiring manager, I'm doing my due diligence. Yeah, right? that's right. That's right. That's, so, I, oh yeah, I like, so what, God, I mean, like we could talk about this for like hours. I just like, <laughs> I don't even use LinkedIn. I'm just going to be like totally on it. I don't use it to the full capacity that I probably should being, um, being a, you know, like a coach, a speaker for as long as I have. What is like one of the first things, like, like if like, God, like what, like what's, you know, what, are, what, what are some of like the top? What's your things? first step, right? Like what's the first step to jump into this ginormous pool what is that first step? Well, you know, 
what I would suggest to you is this. Now I have like a very simple methodology with LinkedIn. And, you know, the first, my first point is always, you know, stop and say, what do I want out of LinkedIn? Like, what am I trying to accomplish? Do I want to get, you know, for you, it might be, I want to get a, a speaking engagement. Maybe something that's just so, so simple as I want a speaking engagement from LinkedIn, or it might be, I want to use LinkedIn to really manage my network and stay in, in closer contact with, with those people. Uh, you could use it to say, hey, I want to do it for reputation management, or I want to brand myself. I really want to tell my story. So people, when they're looking at me, they're finding something that's you know, like really powerful and, and impressive. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different reasons for a person to get on LinkedIn, but I would say just have a goal in mind. I was just going to say, yeah, like, so number one, why do you want to be there? What's the goal? So that then you can actually build the strategy and execute on the strategy Mm -hmm. that's going to move you in that direction so that then you can actually see, is this strategy working for this goal? Is it not? Maybe, and then we get to edit. Yeah. And it, it gives you a chance to really say, like, if you don't know where you're going, you're never going to get there. Right? So if, if you can at least sort of say to yourself, okay, this is what I want out of it. Now we know the, uh, the, the activity and engagement that you need to do to, to start moving in that direction. So name your goal, know what it is. The other thing I would say is really think in terms of your target audience. Like who is checking you out? What mm. do they need to know about you? What's important to them? What do you want them to, to think or feel or know about you? You know, like, like really start to get clear on that audience because it's not everybody and their brother. As much as we want to think like, it's the world. No, like really, who, are, who is truly the person that needs to hear your message? Right. Figure out who that person is. You know, and the whole point of my podcast, Be In Demand, is about you know, is about finding and redefining what speaking is and redefining what platforms are. And I've I've even said that like LinkedIn is a platform, not that I'm myself, I'm using it to the full capacity, but I'm hearing you say like, like tell a story. So how do you, how do you, like, are you talking about tell a story like in your summary or in the content that you're actually putting out or is it both? You know, it's both really. So, so once we understand the strategy of it, right, we, we, we know who our target audience is. Uh, we know the, the words that they might be using to find someone like us. Um, then the next piece of my methodology says optimize, optimize your profile because that is foundational, right? People are when they search for you on Google, oftentimes that LinkedIn profile is one of the very first search results. Sometimes people search LinkedIn and they're looking for someone like you and they're putting in keywords, trying to to find that person who who matches your strengths and your abilities and your knowledge. Uh, So however they they get there, let's, let's make sure that what they find is impressive. And really builds, you know, that that credibility, that that influence, that relevance, and and that's where I want that story to start. And it starts at the very top with the background image. It starts with the picture of yourself. Um, you know, it, it's that headline that that actually travels all throughout LinkedIn with you. So you know, it's at the top of your profile, but if you're messaging someone, it's there. If you're posting, it's right there. It's always your, it's your picture, it's your headline and it's your name. 
So make sure that headline is something that really grabs their attention. And whatever you do, LinkedIn tries to make life super easy um, because it always offers up these like canned default you know, options. Like here's a canned headline for you. Here's a, here's a suggested summary. And oh my gosh, Lorianne, they're terrible. <laughs> okay. So avoid them. Everybody who's listening to this or watching this, avoid the canned titles. Yes. Avoid the default. Whatever LinkedIn suggests, just say, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. So, but, but the, the about section, it used to be called the summary. It's now called the about and I much prefer the about name because it's it's a little bit more clear. Um, this is where you don't want to copy and paste an old bio. You don't want to copy and paste your resume. Um, you don't want to go to your company and you know grab the about of the company. That like none of this. Like this needs to be unique. This needs to be just for LinkedIn, and it does need to tell you know, that story. Who are you? Why do you do what you do? How do you help others? What is your mission? What do you stand for? Uh, what can people expect from you? What, what, how do you change lives? Like, that's what I want this about section to read. And it, it always goes back to the, you know, the, the strategy, right? Because if you're in sales and you're talking about prospecting and closing business, like that's not what your target audience wants to hear. So make sure you're catering that, that about section to, you know, your goal and to your target audience. I th- thank you for, for sharing that. So, you know, like I heard you say, like, you know, to optimize your profile and is that where like, well, you know, like when you're saying optimize, is that like, are we talking keywords yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I, I use optimize, you know, to say, let's like, really let's, let's put effort <laughs> into this. Okay. Let's put effort. Let's, let's not just let it be the least, uh, you know, the least uh, amount of action and energy. Let's really say, let's, let's make this into something that's authentic. That's genuine. That's real. That gives a sense of who you are and what you do. But on the flip side, I do mean, optimize in terms of let's think about it strategically and let's think in terms of those keywords and let's use those keywords in a very specific, deliberate way. So if a person is searching for someone like you and they are using those keywords, your profile will pop up higher in the search, but not only that it'll pop up higher, we'll optimize it as well. So it's sexy and attractive and (laughs) engaging and compelling. And it makes a person want to click, right? So that's, that's beyond the, 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 the search algorithm. Now we're talking about the human aspect, right? So we want to write it for AI, but also the human eye. You know, you're sort of reminding me of what, how I craft and teach my clients to craft presentations is with the three C's. Mm-hmm. which is compelling, captivating, and most importantly, converting. Oh, yes. Conversion. Yes. That's what we want. Yeah, absolutely. So what sort of um, activities, like, all right, so we set up our profile, it's optimized, you know, like, and I'm going to say optimized for the moment, because to me, your profile is kind of like a block of clay. You're constantly like, you know, probably yeah. molding it. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as we go along, but what's next? Like, so course. what's next? <laughs> so what's Ooh. next? There's, there's two more Stories. things actually. <laughs> okay. go. So 
the next thing you want to think about is your network, right? And you want to make sure that you have a strong network of, of people that you know, people that you've trust, people that you've met, uh, people that you've crossed paths with. You want to make sure that you are connecting on LinkedIn because one of the biggest, the biggest hurdles um, is that people get on but they don't really spend that time building that network. And when you don't have a network, you're just not going to get much traction, unfortunately. Right? right? Because of the way LinkedIn works, it's always based on the network, your first, your second, your third degree connections. And you know, you want to make sure that if you're on LinkedIn, people can find you. And when a person is searching LinkedIn, unless they're paying for you know, the big package, a person is searching their network their first, their second, their third degree connections, if they're doing a keyword-based search. I'm not talking about a name-based search. Name-based search searches everything. But if I am searching for speaker, I'm basically searching everyone that I know directly, everyone that they know directly, and the people that they know directly, and any members of groups that I'm, I belong to on LinkedIn. That's the pool that I'm searching. Now, you may find that you'll see an out-of-network out of person pop in there, but you can't see their full name. So, like, what, what good is that? And when we're typing in, like, that word, like, and we're just going with the word speaker, you know, is it, is it searching just the title, the about, or is it, like, is it literally it everything that's in your profile? If you are just doing a keyword search, it's searching all of the words within your, your profile, um, but if you do a, a search and, you're, and you go in and you say, all right, I don't want to just do the keywords. <laughs> I want to go in and say position speaker, like their job title is speaker. Then you're doing just a search on that job title field. You can even say past or current, like you can actually toggle a little deeper because the, the advanced search gives you more advanced operators in that regard. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you really want to think, you know, in terms of that network, you want to build it. You want to have people. If you only have a hundred people, you're going to be like, yeah, LinkedIn's not that important to me. It's, it's not giving me anything. It's because you didn't build the network. So build that network. I'm not suggesting you connect with everybody and their brother, but I am suggesting that you spend some time and you send out invites and you follow up with people and you, you know, you start to get that, that, that strong network. And then <laughs> what do we do after that? <laughs> Thank you for asking. <laughs> what we do after that is then we start to get active, right? And that's when we can start to, um, you know, connect. I'm sorry, not connect, but post. I'm sorry, post. I'm just going to say like, yeah, that, that was my question was like, so now we've got, even if we only have like a hundred connections, how do we nurture those connections? So it turns yeah. into more. And then, yeah, that there's all these options. For- so there's, there's so many different ways because there is the one-to-one messaging. I mean, you can actually go in there and just say, Hey, I was thinking about you. What's going on? I found this great article, you know, like you can do that. Um, I mean, you could even go in there and start hitting, you know, and recommend people, you know, there's like, there's certain built-in aspects of LinkedIn that really aren't in any other um, network. But what I would suggest doing is start thinking about now getting active in terms of the posting. And this is where LinkedIn really differs from the other networks that are out there. Um, With LinkedIn, 
when you post, it's, it, it does live on the LinkedIn feed for a much longer time. Uh, it's very normal. You might go to your LinkedIn page right now. You go to the homepage. You might see the very first post that shows up could have been posted like five days ago. But it's just bouncing around because so many people are engaging with it. Someone in your network engaged with it. So now you're going to see it. So because of that, you don't have to post every day. Now, there's some people who post every day and there's nothing wrong with posting every day. But you know, in the LinkedIn world, they really frown upon this concept of quantity. They want quality instead. So I mean, you could post multiple times a day, but if you do that, what happens is as that one post is starting to trend, if you send another one up, it'll knock that one out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's great to know. So, so what, three times a week, once a week, that's all good. It's, okay. it's not, it, you don't have to be cranking and grinding you know, with as much content as you can possibly do. That's not the LinkedIn way. The LinkedIn way is find something that's really good quality, that is very engaging, that is interesting and intriguing. And the people within your network, the people that you know, um, the people who are, you know, relevant to you are going to find this piece of content something that they want to engage with. And as they engage with it, that's what's going to give it the legs. That's what's going to allow it to live for a longer period of time. And it's going to give you the views that you know we want because that those views equals ex- exposure. Love that. So now that we've talked about posting, mm-hmm. what about engaging on with other people's content? Because I'm sure that that's you know, something that LinkedIn wants you to do, not just like, Hey, people look at me, but also like, Hey, look at this person. Yeah. Well, you know what? And that's a really, I'm glad you said that because oftentimes people will start to post on LinkedIn. And next thing I know, I'm getting a phone call, Donna, I've been posting and like, I'm not getting a lot of traction. Like I'm not getting a lot of engagement. And my first question is, all right, well, are you engaging with other people's posts? And if you're not, that's a huge red flag because LinkedIn does. They want to, they want that LinkedIn feed to be the people that you know talking about the things that you care about. And so when you're on LinkedIn, and just as, you know, remember I said, post once a week. You know, hey, three times a week is great, but once a week is great, is even better. Just do once a week. Well, what are you doing the rest of the week? You should be engaging on other people's posts. I'm not saying just you pop in once to send out something, but you know, I would like for you to be there every day and, and spend just a few minutes engaging on other people's content. And, and you could even, now, if you have Sales Navigator, LinkedIn allows you to save leads and then you see just what they're posting, which is fabulous. But if you are on the freemium version, you're going to see everyone with everyone within your network. And so that can get a little loud. So what I suggest doing is find the people that you do want to have a relationship with. You know, are there some event organizers that you know are posting and you want to make sure that you're staying on top of what they're posting? Bookmark, bookmark their, their recent activity page and just have like a bunch of bookmarks that you just make sure that you hit once a week or once every two weeks and you see what they post and then you can 
engage with it. The nice thing is once you start engaging with people, you're going to see their posts more often in your feed. Right. Right. So what about groups? Dead. Dead. They're dead. <laughs> They're dead. Don't Next even bother. Question. <laughs> Don't even bother. <laughs> it's, well, it's true for right now, at least. And, and um, you know, at one time groups were so awesome. I mean, they had such a great community. It was vibrant. It was fun. Um, but it, LinkedIn had done a number of things to stop that engagement. Um, they took away a lot of administrative tools. Um, they stopped notifying people of group posts. They, they, it just, just a slew of things. We don't need to really uh, focus too much on that. But what I found is there may be a, there might be a group or two that is active but they're very far and few between. The only reason I use groups is to extend my network because when you join a group, you can join up to a hundred groups. I think, I think it's a hundred groups now. Um, Those people are, those members are third degree connections. So it allows you to extend your footprint, extend your network. That's really the only reason if, if you're hungry to, really sort of um, get yourself into an area where people are speaking about a certain topic, follow that hashtag. Thank you for saying that. I, I was, I wanted to ask about hashtags. Go on about that. Follow the hashtag. You want to follow the hashtag and, and, and think about hashtags, you know, really do some research. Um, You know, if you're going to start posting, really think to yourself, okay, you know, who is my target audience? What, what hashtags might they be following? What are the hashtags of, you know, what are those topics that are interesting to them? And figure out what those hashtags are. And once you have this idea, now there's, there's not like there's this big directory. There, there just isn't a directory of hashtags. You've got to kind of just go in there and just start typing free form. Um, but LinkedIn will suggest hashtags to you and you can you know see. But I always say, look to see how many followers a hashtag has. I remember when they first started out with the hashtags, I, I was thinking, oh, I'm I, marketing tips. That's going to be my hashtag, marketing tips. <laughs> and there were like maybe 5,000 followers. If you remove tips and you just do marketing, it's like 5 million followers. So do you want that many? Yes. Do you feel like, you know, like it the helps Instagram world. They say like, geez, if you're using a hashtag that has that like a million people have, or 5 million people have used, then you just kind of get lost. It's not what they've used. It's who's following it. So it just extends your audience. Okay. All right. So if a per- so I'm not saying how many people have used the hashtag. I'm saying who's following that hashtag because in the LinkedIn world, you can follow, you can basically like subscribe to a hashtag. And what that does is it allows LinkedIn to understand, you know, what's relevant, what's important to you. And so those people are going to see those types of posts on their feed, but they might also click on the hashtag to look at those posts and your post could be in there. So it's just another way of sort of saying, I'm going to try to leapfrog out of my network to get to the bigger, you know, eyeballs and views within the LinkedIn realm. When you post on LinkedIn, three hashtags. So totally different than Instagram, right? Instagram is like, yeah, throw as many in there as you can. In the LinkedIn realm, 
I've seen people say, oh, you can go up to five. LinkedIn has stated very specifically it's three. Um, and you can play with it. I've, I've played with it. I do find that when I do three hashtags, that's when my posts really explode, oddly enough. So really find three good hashtags, you know, maybe one that's really broad, one that's really niche, and then something in between. But do make sure that the hashtags that you use represent you know, what, what your post is about. You don't want to just, you know, say it's about innovation, but you're not really talking about innovation. Really try to make sure that it, it, it's a match. So here's the question that I'm sure everybody who's listening and watching is wondering, where do I do this research? You know, it, you do the research. I wish, I wish there was this fabulous tool that I could, you know, tell you to go to. Um, but really, ultimately, you're going to go to the, the search bar at the very top of the LinkedIn page. It's on the top of the mobile app. It's on the top of, top of the desktop experience. You're just going to type in the pound sign and then you're going to just type in the words. And it, you'll, it'll, there'll be like a little drop list that'll appear and you click, you click it. And then you'll go to the hashtag page and okay. it'll say so many followers. Okay. And then you can also scroll down and you can see all of the, all of the posts that people are posting that uses that hashtag and which is great because then it gives you an idea of, Oh, this person is posting about this. They use this hashtag, but here's like two other hashtags that they used. Maybe those are good hashtags for me as well. And you can click on that to go to their, that hashtag page to do further research. So is there actually a way to sort of reverse engineer that? Like if you know, there's somebody like, like I'm a particular type of speaker, like I could like, almost like my competition or somebody who's complimentary, go to their profile to find out what yeah. hashtags they're using? Yes, you can. In fact, they now have creator mode. So you can turn on creator mode That's that basically says, hey, I'm a creator, put my posts above my, my about section. And on the top state, here are five hashtags of topics that I am you know, that I converse about. And so if those speakers that you're looking at have turned on that content creator mode, um, you can see what those five top hashtags are, which is great. But then you can scroll down and go to their posts and start to see, all right, you know, they're actively engaging, they're actively creating content. And let's look to see what hashtags they're using. That's fabulous. This, and I'm sure that we could talk from for like hours on more of this stuff. But because like, um, I what I want you to do now, Donna, is just like introduce yourself to my audience. And also tell people like where they can find you. And I know that you have a free gift for everybody also. I do have a gift. My mother taught me never come never to come empty handed. <laughs> I love well, that. <laughs> She'll listen to this. She'll be like, ah, I taught you well. I taught you well, Donna. <laughs> but I, actually, it was in my book, the LinkedIn uh, Profile Optimization for Dummies. I have a quote from my mother, how she always said to me as I was, you know, as I went into my career, she said, don't dress for the job that you have. You dress for the job that you want. <laughs> oh, good mom. Good mom. I totally forgot about, yeah, about the book that you've written. So yeah, please make sure that we mention that. And I'll make sure that that is also down in the show notes for people to snag their copy also. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So my name is Donna Serdula. My website's linkedin-makeover.com. Um, 
my specialty is LinkedIn and the branding around LinkedIn. I have a team of writers. We we help people write their LinkedIn profile um, because it's hard to write about yourself. It's just really, really difficult. So we are here to take that, that drudgery away from you to make it easier uh, to offer something that's really authentic and genuine and true and it engages and it gets people to convert, right? The last C. And uh, I've written a book on the topic. I wrote a Four Dummies book, LinkedIn Profile Optimization for Dummies. And I speak as well all across the United States. And um, to me, it's LinkedIn is this fabulous tool. It It's really a wonderful tool. It's something that I think people have really become a little bit more aware of and have embraced because of the events of you know 2020. But I, I think that this is something that's going to go for a long time because it's it's career oriented it's professional it's it's a it's a it's a network that i think for some people is a little easier to embrace because you don't have to be so totally um, open and vulnerable on it. You can you can embrace it in a in a manner that says, "Look, I've got my family and my friends, and I'm going to keep them over here. But this is where I'm going to talk about my career, my profession, my expertise." And and I think for a lot of people, there's something very attractive about that. I love that, and that you don't, unlike other social media platforms, where you have to be posting like cheapest crow every day, three, four times a day, that this is really geared towards three hashtags, post good, one post a week, one post a week. And then just, and then the rest of the time standing in line at the grocery store, the bank, you know, just scrolling and just engaging with, with others. Yeah. Engaging in a, in a very natural, organic type of way. And it's, 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 and when you do it, it's, it's not like you're doing it just for the fun of it. You're doing it and it's, it's growing your network. It's, it's helping you in your career. It's helping you in your business. It's, it's, it's something that there is an ROI to that activity. I have a, another question before you share with us about your, um, your gift for my audience. And that is like, I know over like on, on Facebook that when you comment, I've heard at least, you know, it should be at least seven words or more. Is that, you know, is that sort of the same thing? Would you say, or do you advise your clients instead of saying like, oh yeah, great article. I agree hundred percent. Like, what do you share? What do you tell your clients to do? I have heard that um, there is a six word magic limit. So they, they like six words or more. Those comments are weighted with more, um, you know, like seriousness, I guess. You know, I, I would say this, comment, but, you know, comment because you have something to say. You know, and, and yes, you could say great idea. And, and heck, I've done that too. And, and if that's what moves you and that's what you want to state, go right ahead. But if you can add a little bit more context, say something a little bit more deeper, please do. I know that they're, you know, what is the, the Gainer, Gary Vaynerchuk, what is it, the dollar, leaving the your dollar, dollar nine cents or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, whatever it is. And he's like, all right, you're going to leave your two cents on 90 comments right. every day. That's like, a lot. That's a lot. Like, stick a fork in me. I am done. There is no way I could have a business 
and make 90 comments. Like, it's just not going to happen unless I'm going, you know, woot, woot, <laughs> like, like just posting the same thing over and over and over again, which is not going to help you. Don't worry about it. It's not, it's not quantity. It's quantity. It's so, so like to summarize, like everything that we've talked about is all about quality over quantity. Yes. Love that. Oh, so share your, um, your gift oh, and oh, that so, down below. So remember how I told you about how that LinkedIn headline generated, the LinkedIn headline is so important. Yes. It's, it's 220 characters and it needs to contain your keywords. So you, you are more apt to be found. It also needs to really state very, very explicitly who you are and what you do. Right. And, and if we can even have a benefit in there, even better. So like, how can you put all of that in there in 220 characters for most people? It's like, that you're asking a lot from me. So I engaged a developer and we created an app that does it for you. It generates a LinkedIn headline. And all you need to do is you go in there, it's free. You just put in, just, we ask, it's almost like the old fashioned ad libs. Remember Mad Libs? Or yes, I libs? do. Yes. Same deal. It's like, give me a noun, <laughs> give me an adjective. <laughs> and, and it will generate a 220 character headline that you can copy, you can paste. And as soon as you paste it in there, you save it, you're going to find that you're going to get more views to your headline or be more views to your profile. And you're going to see, you know, so many more, um, you know, higher in your, the search results, more views, which means more opportunity. Um, and the way you get it is to go to my website, linkedin-makeover.com, linkedin-makeover.com. Um, and then there is a section called free resources. And if you click in there and you go down, it says, uh, help me with my, my LinkedIn headline. And that's where you access the LinkedIn headline generator. And like I said, it's, it's totally free. I love that. So everybody who is listening to this, make sure you head over there right away or the first opportunity that you have and create a headline that's actually going to get picked up by the search engines, attract your ideal clients, build your audience. Just go do it. Donna, thank you so much. Lorian, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. This has been absolutely wonderful. So for everybody else, I will see you all next week and be in demand. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review. And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner.